Hey guys, it's Girl Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today's your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So I want to talk about why so many Filipino men are wimps. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people mad about that title by itself. And frankly, the people that are going to be mad about that title are probably the wimps I'm talking about. But I want to talk about this today because I've been really reflecting on this basically my entire life, but it's become very apparent in my own life as I look around my community um, and I look at the men in my community and I see very little actual strength right not just like physical strength but also moral and emotional spiritual strength or mental strength i'm I'm not seeing it in a lot of places right and those filipino men that are exhibiting any kind of strength or fortitude or toughness they seem to be the anomaly right and i want to talk about this today because again this is something i've been reflecting on my entire life as for as long as i can remember and if i can be completely transparent i was one of these wimps in my childhood i was a very wimpy kid if you ask my parents you ask my siblings. I was not necessarily a tough kid. I, I didn't hang out with tough kids. I didn't get along with tough kids. I was just a really shy, sweet, timid kid. And I was wimpy. I was scared of everything. And I had anxiety, which I still, frankly, struggle with to some degree to this day. It's something that I've always dealt with as a kid since I was a kid. But the thing was, and I'm very grateful that God put the right people in my path. He put the right situations in my path, both good and bad that made me tougher, it made me stronger. And he guided me to individuals, uh, older brother figures, kuyas in my life, that demanded that I was tougher. Namely in the martial arts world, especially in the Atienza Kali realm, where I trained. Um, And I'm very grateful for that, but there's so many Filipino men that don't break out of this funk and they're just constantly in this like weird, you know, wimpy state. And I want to talk about that today, right? And I want to talk about some of the reasons why this is the case and what we can do to kind of fix this. So it's hard to kind of narrow down any one kind of Filipino because if you look at, you know, 10 Filipinos in a room, they all look pretty different, right? You'll have some certain physical characteristics or certain, you know, even linguistic characteristics. But so the, the Filipino people by themselves are extremely diverse, right? Um, it wasn't until relatively recent in history that we were known or viewed as a nation, right? Because for millennia, like multiple millennia, ever since, you know, the islands were there, probably popped up, the people that were in what now is today the Philippines were um, thousands upon thousands of different peoples, right? So you didn't have Filipinos, you had Boholanos, you had Bicolanos, you had Tagalogs, you had uh, Cebuanos, you had, you know, Ifugao, you had all these different people, right, on this island chain. And it wasn't until relatively recently that we had an idea, kind of a, a unified sense that this is a, a one nation. So this guy, it's kind of hard to narrow it all down in terms of where this all came from. But if you look at our history, right, a lot of what demanded Filipino men to be men is no longer around. So what do I mean by that? So if you look historically at Filipino men, forget it. Actually, let's forget about Filipino men for a second. Let's just look at the history of the Philippines, right? The history of the Philippines is bereft with violent conflict, extreme violent conflict. And with the peoples that I was speaking about, oftentimes these different peoples, whether they be the Boholanos, the Bicolanos, whoever, all the different peoples in the Philippines, at one point they were trying to invade other tribes, right? So each of these were a tribe, there were different people, and they were warring against other tribes within this island chain, right? Violence has always been a language that the Filipinos have spoken throughout history, throughout time. Not just with ourselves, but also invading forces. Most recently, obviously, the Spanish, the Japanese, and the American forces, right? These were just things that are kind of part of our collective knowledge. So Filipinos, especially Filipino men, had to be in a state of combat readiness at all times. 
They had to be tough. They had to be physically tough. They had to be willing to go to war on a regular basis. Now, if you think about the war in Afghanistan, which technically, I guess, is kind of over now, I guess, with the fall and everything. But, you know, the global war on terror, which basically began essentially like 2001 after 9-11, it's still going on right now, obviously. But we, we have a situation in which, you know, we have this maybe two or three, de- two, two decades or more of violent conflict in war in a distant land in the Middle East, right? However, in the Philippines forever, <laughs> there was always some kind of violent conflict up until very recently, Right. If you talk to your grandparents, if they're still alive, which is a good thing, you know, they'll talk to you about World War Two, most likely. <clears throat> if you have even older great grandparents that are alive, they'll probably talk to you about, you know, the uh, the Philippine-American War. If they were like little children and probably the youngest of 12 or something, and they're still alive. You have to understand, like war has always been something we've spoken. And while war is not never a ideal thing, no one ever wants to experience that necessarily. It does breed a certain kind of man. It it breeds a certain kind of individual. And if you guys follow me on Instagram this past week, I posted a picture um, based on the uh, the quote, um, and I'll, I'll probably butcher this because it's early in the morning, but um, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. And so it's a cycle that goes on throughout history. For the longest time, Filipinos had to be strong men because it was constant, constantly hard. The times were constantly hard. It never gave up. It never relented. Filipino men had to face conflict violent conflict, which often was the result of poverty, which was often the result of economic collapse so and economic instability. So Filipino men throughout history had to be tough. They just had to be. Like when I speak to my dad, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he was not, he was not um, around during World War II, but I mean, his, the things that my dad had to undergo in his life, professionally, personally, in his youth, seeing the violence that he grew up seeing, he had a much harder life than I had. And so he doesn't complain, frankly, about a lot of things. He doesn't. He doesn't complain about a lot. In fact, I can't remember a single time my father's ever complained, which is something I try to carry on with me, which I'm, frankly, I'm not the best at, but it's something I try to carry on with me. And it's something that I realize now more than ever. Filipino men are wimpy now because they don't have to be strong. They don't have to necessarily be tough anymore. As long as they're getting a paycheck, as long as they're earning their money somehow in a legal way, hopefully, um, then they're fine, right? And the new spear is money. The new sword is money. So the big thing in our society in the US as well as in the Filipino community is that as long as you're making money, you're good. But, and there's nothing wrong with this. Absolutely, right? Like I'm working on creating more wealth. I'm, I'm, I'm always working on that. That's always a good thing. Money's, money is a very valuable resource and tool. We need more of it. That being said, we tend to get caught up in that, that we forsake what it means to be a man. And if you look again at our previous generations, the men before us, were they saints? No, right? Cases of you know marital infidelity, uh, multiple families, drug use, intergenerational trauma. These are all things that are found in our community. And it actually starts with the men oftentimes in these communities, in our community. That being said, there's a level of grit and toughness that, that has left us. And I think the big mistake that a lot of the Filipino Americans, especially the younger generation, maybe a generation or so, or even more so uh, younger than me, as I follow their posts on social media, they seem to think that if it's difficult, you should stop doing it. If it makes you feel bad, stop doing it. If it's, if it's challenging, you should stop doing it because it's just going to trigger you and make, you, m- make things worse in your life. That's not what that is. You have to understand that there's a level 
of fortitude that you need to develop. And our current world does not foster that, especially our American society where I'm literally speaking to the entire planet on a rectangular device in my pocket. There isn't a need to be tough in either the American culture or the Filipino culture unless you're living in a a poverty-stricken area, right, or a violent area. Most of us, thankfully, are not in those positions, at least those I know who are listening to this. So we need to be in a position to understand the reason why Filipino men are so wimpy nowadays is because they're not demanded to be tough. But like the like the Instagram post I said, I, I posted up earlier this week, we're in hard times right now and it's going to get worse. And I'm not a pessimist, but if you just look at what's going on with the supply chain, uh, you know, instability and the collapse of that, it seems, you know, economic instability, we have political instability, we have tribalism between different political uh, parties in our country. It, the list goes on right? Times are not going to get easier. So I'm speaking to my Filipino American brothers out there. Are you tough? And if, if not, and you got to be honest, I'm not the toughest guy in the world. So I got to create myself into that. Right. But what are we doing to make ourselves tougher? Because times are going to get harder. Violent crime is spiking in major cities across the country right now. We have defunding of the police in multiple major cities, which is leading to an increase in violent crime. Former good suburbs, safe areas are now being riddled with robberies and assault. What are we going to do about it? Right? What are we doing to get tougher? We, I, I, I'm confident in saying that I am a fraction of the man that I know my father and my grandfather are, right? I'm, I'm a fraction of the man my dad is. I'm a, a fraction of the man, a way fraction, a small fraction of a man my grandfather probably was when he was alive. They had to experience toughness. My life is, is a cakewalk compared to what they've gone through. And I'm, my life is not a cakewalk, but it's definitely easier than what they went through. They had to go through hard times. But what are we doing right now to make ourselves tougher? We have to voluntarily choose difficult situations and artificially create difficult situations to develop our sense of toughness. Frankly, as much as I love martial arts, it's an artificial construct in many ways because no one's going to jail, right? I'm fighting, but I'm sparring in a controlled environment. Like, it's, if you're doing jujitsu, it's, it's cool, but it's still artificial in the sense, right? We have to artificially create and intentionally create difficult circumstances for us to be tougher. But that being said, th- those are still good things. And we can't look at those things in a negative light. We need to start intentionally and willfully choosing difficulty and struggle. Because this culture, if we're looking for it in this culture, it's not giving it to us. So again, just kind of wrap up. The reason why Filipino men are wimpy and Filipino American men are so wimpy is because nothing has been demanded of us. Very little has been demanded of us to be tough. Not just in the sense of protecting our villages and protecting our community and being combatively ready, but also just undergoing stress and understanding how to healthily and properly and masculine in a masculine way deal with it. And it doesn't mean you just bury it, right? It just means that you work through it and you have people alongside of you fighting that same battle. So if you're one of my Filipino American brothers listening to this, and I know you're listening to this, get tougher. And I'm speaking to myself as well. I have to work getting tougher every single day because God knows that I am not the man my grandfather was. I need to be that man as much as I, I can. And we need to be able to persevere for what's coming. And we need to prepare ourselves for what's coming. Not because I'm a, I'm a paranoid conspiracy theorist. It's because the writing's on the wall and we're, we're seeing it. And if you're not doing whatever you can to be tougher, you will not be able to handle what may be happening next. The thing we're looking at politically, internationally, we don't know what's around the corner, but we have to be tougher men so that we can be the best people to serve our wives and our children and our community when and if that situation does happen. All right, guys, so I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.